Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Interviews with Percy Grower. I am Mackie from Percy'sGrowing.com. On this episode, we are joined by a grower who goes by the name Smokey the Bear. He grows for medical use, he just grows in standard soil, nice, simple setup, and he's able to supply himself with his own supply of medical cannabis. Now this is an episode that shows you just how easy it can be. Anybody could do it with a simple setup and you can keep it hidden from your close family if you need to. These episodes are best enjoyed whilst medicated. So wrap on up, sit back and chill and enjoy. Smokey the Bear. Hello. Hello. How you doing, man? Very well. Yourself? Yeah, all good. So you want to tell the, the listeners about yourself? Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, I am from the east of England. I'm from a little place called Cambridge. Where the big colleges, right? Yes, University. exactly. That. No, not yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everyone always says about that. They basically own everything around here. I think, I'm not sure if it's still, it's still the case, but it's supposed to used to be able to travel on land from Cambridge to London and not leave land that was owned by the colleges. No way. Uh, Cambridge Universities, yeah. It's their big institution, isn't it? It's massive. <laughs> yeah, they've got, you know, we've got Adam Brooks Hospital, which is sort of one of the leading lights in the country uh, for research and things like that. So they're pretty cool down there. And so that did you go to university around there always? Oh, God, no. No, I do like, uh, I do know a couple of people that have been and, uh, yeah, you know. Cost of fortune. Uh, um, so you're a grower, obviously. Yes. How long have you been growing for? Um, this coming up about five years. No, actually, six six years. You lose count. Oh, yeah. 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 You do. Yeah. So you say, have you always grown in the same medium? Yes. Yeah. It's always been in soil, uh, sort of like DNA stuff like that. Um, so yeah. Have you ever felt the need to move off onto hydro, experiment any other way? Were no. you just happy with what you do? Yeah, happy. It's just a lot easier. Um, you know, when you if it ain't broke, don't fix it, innit? Well, exactly. And if you're trying to hide stuff, like as I suspect most people are <laughs> from mm. where I come from, um, you know, we we have to do that. Um, and I, I think it's just the easier way to keep it all, you know, because hydrate can go mad. Yeah, it can, it can be difficult, and it takes more gear, more equipment. Exactly, and you've got to throw a lot of newts at it. And yeah. I just, you know, I've found over the years that less is best. Definitely. Um, you know, if you if you chuck too much shit at it, even if that's organic, which is all I've ever done, I started off with Medi One. I think that's the best startup tool ever. What was that, Medi One? What is it? Yeah, it's just like fish bones and stinks and that's all you need it's an all-in-one it's literally from you know from the i don't even know if i used it to start i probably yep. used it from there's start enough nutrients in the soil to start with isn't it? it's like about yeah. three weeks four weeks in you start using some food exactly i mean i only used because i have a friend um and he literally gives me trimmings and, and they're like ready to go so i'm just yeah. one of the luckiest people alive really i don't have to deal with <laughs> I then have to the do veg. veg and stuff. Like, oh man, it was the nightmare because you keep looking and like, I ain't done anything yet. Come on, wait. Come on. Yes, so <laughs> you, know? you get the plants when they're like four or five weeks into vegging, you flick them straight to flower, right? Yep. So you yep, do any training in. or anything beforehand? 
No, I used to. For the first couple I ever did, I you know I I trained them over, and I got the little clips on the side of the pot, and I tied them down, and then another shoe would come off, and I tied that down, and it was like a, a spiral effect that it gave off. It was one of the craziest things my like I'd ever seen, and my friend who's like my Yoda, um. I, you know, my go-to guy. He knows literally what the, you know. He knows that he seems to know pretty much everything. The show helps me. In, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, I've never even seen anything like that. Holy shit! How did you do that?" And I was just like, "Well, I did what you told me. That if I did this, I'd get a bit more yield." And it was literally one of my first ever tries. I remember the first ever time was a couple of autos outside, which were, you know, which were autos. But I bet they were still monsters, though. They were pretty large. Uh, hidden nicely in stinging nettles. I can confirm that that is a great place to put them. <laughs> yeah, get the Dutch Passion Frisian, Frisian duck, it's called. The leaves are, okay. each one of the fingers of the leaves and separate them all webbed. So it doesn't right, look so yeah. much like a cannabis plant, but it is one. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a nice, yeah. uh, discreet strain to grow. Okay, yeah. Well, I've just literally got a, a pack of autos coming, actually. My, my first pack since my first grow. Sweet. Um, and it's just some Girl Scout cookies. I've got a fat of chewed seeds. I can't even remember who the people were now. Um, you know, just to stick a couple outside because I've got enough cover. Both both next-door neighbours seem cool as fuck. I've had conversations with them about, not about, growing because that would be suicidal yeah just just you know you feel the you feel the water don't you, you don't just go ah ice man. Yeah. you want to come and see my tent man it's got six weeks proof power. <laughs> you gotta see it <laughs> exactly you know you just don't do things like that it's like the first my, i've got my eldest um years ago my my friends were like oh do they know and i was like no no like don't you think they know by you know they they probably do mate i think yeah they probably feel like you're mugging them off a bit and you should maybe <laughs> tell them and i'm like really i don't think they do know and they're like dude i was like okay so i sat them down and i and i told them and then they go i had no idea <laughs> no way <laughs> really shit <laughs> i mean my my ex used to run outside and go their windows open because they're on the xbox and I'd look up and go, ah, oh, fuck. And it's literally just drafting all the way through the house, down the stairs into the living room. And he sat there oblivious to it all. Um, so, yeah, when I, when I told him, he was just like, yeah. And I, I went off on this long rant and tangent, you know, just going, oh, uh, it hasn't made me a bad person and trying to do all these things. And he goes, yeah, yeah. like, you're the best dad ever. You know, it's I crazy, doesn't it? change anything. Just because we choose to grow a couple of plants, man, we are, we have to explain ourselves like that to people. Well, this was just about smoking it. So it was only oh, that was a just year smoking. or so. This is it. So a year or so ago, I finally, I was sat in the garage having a smoke. And they always used to come out with me because uh, they're like mid twenties now. So, and they, yes. they still live with their mum. We split up, blah, blah, blah. So he'd always come out of the garage, and I was like, Do you know what? I've got something to show you. And, and they sat out in the garage with me so many times. Uh, I've just I been smoked. oblivious to it. <laughs> to this, to this uh, wall of boxes, <laughs> <laughs> empty boxes. <laughs> That that is my beautiful little hiding cubby in the play, in, you know, in the corner. <laughs> and I, I opened the tent and opened the door to it. And as it illuminated his face, he just looked at me and goes, 
daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he he doesn't drink or smoke or do anything. And he thought it was hilarious. And he was like, that's so fucking cool. Oh, Sweet. my goodness. You know, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just blessed. I think I'm just really lucky with both my, my, my children that they've turned out so well. And yeah. my, my youngest now knows that I smoke. Um, we took her to Amsterdam for her 18th. Sweet. Um, you know, and then I told her that I'd, that I'd um, just, I'd given up smoking almost two years ago because I, I shattered my jaw. And they were like, the hospital were like, you've got to stop um, smoking tobacco because the massive wound in your in, in your mouth because you've shattered it and you know yeah. fractured it in another place, blah blah blah. So I gave up just like and, and started smoking a, sh- a shed ton of um, cannabis. And my mate gave me a load of weed. oil. Yeah, mate gave me a load of oil, so I was taking that all day like, with, my, with my coffee. Um, and my doctors were like, wow, like that's healed up really well. They were sort of shocked. And I'm thinking, yeah, I wonder why. But I'm not, yeah. I can't be bothered to get into it. You'll be like, oh, it's bad for you. You know, it's because uh, I'm 50% THC and I've been feeding my body with that shit. Exactly. <laughs> Literally cut me and I am green. So, you know, so, so what made you start getting, what made you pop your first seeds? Um, I guess the, the price. Uh, of it all, well, I mean, it. yeah, and also my my ex never really sort of agreed with me smoking, so I could only get a, 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 a you know like a ten drawer a week. It seems yeah. so funny now when I think about it. Yeah, and I'm with someone out. now who knows that it's either you want smoky with it or smoky without it, and those people are two different people entirely. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um and uh, you know, a medicated me is uh, a better human being all rounds. Now, health-wise as well, you know, it helps me a lot with, uh, I have problems with my stomach, with my like, testings, I have diverticulitis disease in there. Um, it helps calm my stomach down in the morning when it's really flared up, first thing. I have really bad back problem from a car accident a couple of years ago where I've got two lock vertebrae in my spine literally just curved around there to compensate. Uh, so you pretty much need to grow then, right? It's like a necessity for you. Yeah. I do now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, it started off as a price thing. Yeah. Um, and then all these things as you get a bit older, because, you know, I've been involved in football. Uh, I did judo for years. I did Muay Thai. I've done Krav Maga. Um, so you've had many breaks and shit, right? Yeah. I'll, At least bruises and nerve damage. <laughs> yeah. Well, the last the last time I had a head injury was like I've been knocked out quite a few times, and I changed in a in a in a in a slight way that I couldn't quite explain. And yeah, it's not like it is on TV, is it? You know, when somebody loses consciousness, especially being knocked out, it changes the brain, man. It's massive brain damage. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and so many times you can have your bell rung before it's, you know, you can't repair that shit anymore. Yeah. Or before it's permanent damage. Yeah, and the only and I thought I was gone forever. Like, it took me six to eight months to get my head back. Wow. In, like, from being that. It was really, it, it rang my bell. That's all I can describe it. it really so is it like you were, bell. like, living underwater for a while or something? 
oh, I couldn't compute anything. Everything was very, very fuzzy. Um, and was it like noticeable to, to yourself? You know what I mean? God, yeah, I was a totally different person. Yeah. It was so scary. I got, you know, I got letters from the hospital saying, oh, you know, people that have this sort of head trauma, X, Y, and Z, we're reaching out to people. And I replied to it as a cry for help. Yeah. And never ever heard from them. I mean, it's two years ago. What's the date? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much two years to the day that I shattered it. So, you know, but the cannabis um, helps a lot. Oh man, you know, if I, honest to God, if I did not have it, I would not be here today. What about growing I, as well? Do you do you still enjoy that? Do you find that helps with the mental health side of things? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't find. I don't, I don't find it a chore. That's for yeah. you know when you when you open it up and it's like uh, an Indiana Jones film when they open up the ark. Or they open <laughs> yeah, up yeah, I know what you're saying. Now you Pulp Fiction. You know Pulp Fiction. What was in the that briefcase? Was, I was going to say next. Pulp no, Fiction. that was a little grow tent in that briefcase. Yeah, that's yeah, why it glowed exactly. every time I opened it. <laughs> exactly that. So you know, I mean, I get a different. I don't get a different glow now as well because I used to do uh, HBS or yeah, um, but now do um, yeah, uh, just the Mars, just the Mars oh, cool. hydros, like which, which models? The four hundreds, just a couple of like there are a few years two three years old now like an epistyle model yeah um probably yeah, i don't know they're two different models one is a really old well you know sort of two three years old one's about one two years old is the next model up and they're both you know 400 watt they're running yeah, Mars good lights man yeah brilliant you know running a 1.2 tent it's not pulling loads of juice out of there the only problems i do have because i'm doing it in a garage um I have to insulate, so all the floor is like got you know like it's not polystyrene, but it's almost like this packaging stuff that you get, and it's about an inch thick, so that's all over the floor. Yeah, it has know, to I've be done that, doesn't it? I've got, I've got all sort of insulation laid out over the top of it. I've got a massive curtain draped over it. I've got boxes all the way around it. The garage is quite insulated anyway, so I only have one. Um, <clears throat> So uh, on the, oh, what do you call it, on the fan, I only have one going out. I don't have anything dragging anything in because right. in the wintertime, you're just dragging in cold air. Yeah. And in the summertime, you're just dragging in a, <laughs> a lot of warm air. So it's getting that sort of happy medium. So with the with HBS in the summertime, it was too hot. Yeah. And in the wintertime, it was lovely. But uh, and with the LEDs, vice versa. So I got little bar heaters, those little green bar heaters for your, um, for your greenhouse. Yeah. Um, they're pretty cool, but don't cut it with the LEDs. So then I went and got a, just to a garden center again, and got this little, I don't know, two foot, uh, it's two kilowatt uh, fan heater. And my mate's like, oh, it's going to be super juicy. But I had a, had one of those meters at the time, the smart meters. Yeah. And mate, it's nothing because it's got a couple of settings on it before you put it onto full whack and it's got a temperature gauge it's just a dial it doesn't set Sweet, the temperature man. but um on my, on my extractor setup it's got a temperature gauge on there so i know what's going on um so it's a lot more regulated you get air movement in the bottom of it again it's just you know and the plants working. are happier that system oh my god are they ever you know it's a, it's a case of uh, it, it, it's now steady between 16 and 25, which is, I believe, what you want it to be. Um, 
one thing I, you know, one thing we have uh, I've suffered from a little bit recently has been bloody spider mite. I don't know if anyone else has suffered out there. Yeah, it's that time of year. Bastards, little bastards. Well, they so get in now, have they? Yeah, just got. So I literally went on. I'm trying to think who the people are because I always get the little um, their predatory mites. Right. Yeah. And you just chuck them in there, and they tear the other guys a new one. Um, Is it, are so they in flower these plants now? With the mites, they on? are. Yeah. Yeah. Are so. Yeah, but it's not like it's crazy. So you have to, that's the thing. If you, you have to go in there quite a lot and clean all the leaves. But if you leave one fucking leaf with one little bastard on there, you're fucked again. You know what works well? Vacuum them off. (laughs) Really? Yeah, get a vacuum in there, man. Vacuum as many as you can off. You don't have to spray your buds with shit, but it removes a lot of them. What I'd normally do is because everything's on a on a rotation, anything the next one that normally comes in has the predatory, uh, sorry, uh, gets the predatory mites on it off the other plants that are still in there, sort of thing. Yeah. So normally you don't get them for ages, but just recently I got them again, and I just couldn't believe it. It's like you little bastards. Never had them, man. Really? Yeah, never had them. I've been ten years into this game, nearly nearly even years. Never had spider mites. Mm. Thrips I've had, and they were a fucker. I hate thrips, man. Oh, I have heard that is. But a it's it's so, something to do with soil, you know, because the microbes and and the life in the soil makes it more hospitable. Yeah. Now you now you say that actually, we did discuss this, a friend and I. I can't. Yeah. I went to soil for for a small amount of time, just a, a couple of grows, and I, that's when I had thrips. I'd grown in hydro for like seven years just in DWC and then onto cocoa. Never yeah. had bugs, nothing. The only things yeah. that have been in my tent was just plants. And then I moved yeah. over to soil and went organic for a couple of grows and I was just riddled with bugs for ages. So back to cocoa. Yeah, it is something to do with live soil, isn't it? I mean, it is maybe yeah. uh, an, not an issue. It's something you have to deal with a little bit more. It's not as clean and as it, the Watering cycle, there's so much goes into it. It's, yeah. It's just more hospitable for the for the eggs, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, as long as you keep a clean environment, normally, you know, exactly. you should have stuff like this. But like I say, I mean, I'm getting them from someone else. But you know, it, these things happen, don't they? <laughs> it's farming, isn't it, mate? At the end of the day, these things happen. Yeah. Mate. But I'm not, I'm not going to throw uh, chemicals no. at any of it. Especially not on your buds. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So I'd rather put predatory mites on there. For sure. Are you going to wash your buds afterwards? No. No. no, I, I, no. I've washed my buds before, after harvest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have heard about that. It's good, man. If you've had bugs, you can wash them all off and all their shit. And you know they've been fucking on them buds as well, man. They've got jizz all over the place, mate. You don't want to be fucking <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, brilliant, brilliant. Look, just a little wash of the buds, man. Cleans it up, gets the shit off. Well, at, at the minute, uh, as far as I'm aware, there's no, there's no worms and they're only on the underneath of the uh, of the leaves. Like I say, I just want to get them before they get out of control. Exactly. Um, I try to, you know, you just go through every leaf and you squish them, but the more, obviously the larger things get. Yeah. Uh, vacuum out, man. Leaves, you know that uh, little yeah. extension on the vacuum that's thin? For, for getting down yeah. the side of the seats and that, get that. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. 
You take loads off. Well, I'm worried that my Dyson might take half the trikes and the bud with it. No, no, no. You'll be all right if you just get the leaves, man. I've got a Dyson. Oh, yeah. I would be all right with it. You know, oh, that okay. cordless one. That, yeah. That's the one, man. Take that oh, in there. okay, yeah. Like I a little got a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had the cordless one, I'd probably give it a go, but I've got the plug in the wall in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take the top man. off, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> take the whole plants down, man. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can always, like, turn the extractor off as well and let the heat build up in the grow room for, like, an hour. Mm. And, and you know the plants won't be affected so much but the bugs will the bugs won't like it as much as the plants do these ones seem to love it yeah they seem to thrive but that, yeah. some plants do but you can't yeah. be strict with the temperatures you know they say 26 degrees celsius is perfect but it's perfect for what you know yeah this is this is true you definitely can't go below the 16 though because that's yeah, when they're yeah, pretty much yeah. going to stasis and they're just i've had that before where yeah, it's too far you know, well, come harvest time you're like why the fuck are these buds so small and it's because it's, it's you know a few small. degrees either way four or five degrees either way that they'll be okay there's optimal yeah. temperatures yeah you yeah. just have to read the plants see what the plants is yeah exactly so i mean at the end of the day they are weeds so you know, a, a lot of them can, and I think good genetics means that you can give them a good battering. You oh know, yeah, they're for sure. the good ones that you can just. It's fifty yeah, percent of the battle, isn't it, man? Yeah. When I first started out, it was literally medi one and water. You know, I remember a few years ago, I didn't have any newts at all, didn't have any money, and I was just like, Do you know what, fuck it, and yeah. I grew a load of cookies, and it was some of the nicest weed I've ever smoked. And that was literally just water, nothing else, water. Yeah, you know, so, so whereas, clean, you know. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now, a lot of it's, you know, I mean, base base nutrient. I wanted to go back to a Medi One, um, but a friend sort of suggested this thing called Old Timers. So I've been using yeah, that. That's, that's classic. Good. Yeah, classic nutrient. Yeah, and then at the start, you know, Bloom, I've been using the Bud Igniter, which seems to just kick it on a week or so. Is that for you know, so, nutrients? Is it? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good foods, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, and then the PK918, uh, that's fucking brilliant. 918? So yeah, so after mm-hmm. about three weeks or so, that again gives it another kick in the ass. That it means. And, 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 I mean, who hasn't started using cow mag? You know, the Magna Cow just seems yeah. to be a beautiful little thing. I saw, I saw a video of some American dude going, oh, look, the plant's got a deficiency. Put some cow mag in that. Oh, look, <laughs> the, the plants are a bit look, weedy. Put some cow mag in that. And literally just everything's up. But here's some cow mag. This yeah. is absolutely brilliant. Uh, but car- carbolade as well. Just stick a bit of that in there. But uh, again, I think what I was saying earlier is, you know, little is, is more sort of thing, you know. Yeah, don't no, definitely less is too much. Better to have an underfed plant than an overfed plant. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, with this sort of stuff, I flush it for the last maybe two weeks, depending on what it's looking like, but maybe only even a week. And then just literally give it one, maybe two little rounds of canna, uh, the canna flush. Um, and then hang it for 14 days. And nice. then you are ready to go. You don't do any curing or anything like that? 14 day hang in the jar, usually ready to go. Yeah, man. And then, and then you know, four or five weeks when there's still some left, then it is like fucking, it's banging. It's just a whole different 
smell, a whole different feeling, a whole different hit. Everything about it changes for me anyway. That's what I believe. So do you grow the same strain or do you change every time? Um, so I've, you know, I have a, like a, I've started to keep a list over the years of sort of what works what for me, done. Yeah. what doesn't work for me. Cause I think I've spoken to so many of my friends about this is the whole legalization argument is when, you know, you go to Tesco's and or other shops are available. Um, when you go there and you look at the booze aisle and you know, you know, what will fuck you up. Yeah. You know what will make you mellow. You know none of it really, <laughs> uh, but you know what will work for you, and you know yeah. what will you know, mess you up till Wednesday. If you know Friday. what your poison is, don't it? Yeah, exactly. So this is exactly the same with cannabis. Okay, exact for me, exactly the same. So what works for me might not work for you. I might say to you, "Oh my god, if you tried the ghost train haze," and someone else would go, "Man, that shit tripped me the fuck out." Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Oh, cheese is a classic example, isn't it? Oh, see, yeah. I love cheese and it mashes me up, but there's loads of people it's, who say cheese don't make them stone. Yeah, and it's a, it's a Marmite thing, you know, like mm. the Yum Bolt, uh, that's, I had that, the Macaroon, the Critical Hog, just stuff, stuff like that. I mean, uh, Skywalker is really nice. Um, just lots of kush, lots of cookies. What's your favourite, though? Haze. My favourite ever is the Ghost Train Haze. Uh, but it has to be a certain, like, we we think we've got it at the minute. Um, so I'm just waiting to see if it is that, because I'll literally die if we have. Because <laughs> last time I had it, um, I'd grown it to try and get some stuff to my dad, who unfortunately had uh, cancer at the time. And unfortunately, everything came a bit too late for him. So that was, like, literally the first time right. I had since i come back from Germany. And it fucked me up. And it was like just what I needed uh, yeah. to clear my head, um, you know, not to forget or anything, but just to clear my head and, and yeah, just to stop it from racing. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was just, and it does everything. It, you know, it, it would wake me up in the morning. It would send me to sleep at night. It is my like twenty four seven go to. Yeah, the I'm medicine gone. man for so uh, many things we don't even realize. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like I say, I've I've heard people literally say about that stuff, bring it back to a friend of mine and say, I can't, I literally can't smoke that. Yeah. It freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm like, does that mean that I'm some sort of freak or, but it's no, it's just, it's the, just the it's way it reacts differently, isn't it? It's the, uh, yeah. What's it called? The, the entourage effect. Yeah. Different cannabinoids yeah. react differently with different people and their uh, exactly. cannabinoid system. Exactly. We've all, that's the first, you know, thing to be made in the human embryo, isn't it? Or the human body is the endocannabinoid system. And we've all got one. I fucking knew uh, it. I knew the it. Receptor. Yeah, the receptor. Yeah, the receptor. I was weed right. all along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for, that's what my friend says. He goes, you know, for years I kept thinking to myself, this is just right. This stuff makes me feel good. You know, when I drink alcohol, it made me feel shit the next day. Yeah. Because with cannabis, you'll go to bed stoned, you'll wake up. If you've had a heavy session, you wake up stoned. If not, you yeah. just wake up happy and content. Yeah, you know, you know maybe um, a little drowsy. Yeah, but exactly. wake and bake fixes that. Exactly, the hair of the dog. <laughs> they always talk about that. You know, people saying it's not addictive, and it's not, yeah. um, and it's not an addictive thing that, like, I think you could come off it and you wouldn't have withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I always make that argument as well, man. The first three days of withdrawal. 
But when you go for one of them tea breaks, oh, torture, you know? Yeah. And it might just yeah, be yeah. a mental addiction or something. It's, it might be not a physical one. I'll put it this way, and I think I have done on Twitter before, I've said that um, without it, I'd have my personal falling down moment. I don't know if you remember the Michael Douglas film from the 80s, no. where um, he literally just has a really bad day and and then goes and fucks a lot of shit up. Yeah, <laughs> it just cracks. <laughs> it's crazy, but funny at the same time. Um, yeah, because, you know, we've all been on the verge, man. Weed always brings us back. You know. Exactly, because like <laughs> you know, you might have a bit of road rage, or you might feel a certain way, an angry thought, or a, a non, just a non-positive feeling in your system, mm. and you you have a little hit. Five minutes later, you reflect and you think to yourself, "What a massive dick!" <laughs> you know, <laughs> what the fuck was my problem? Yeah. Um, CAC levels you, are running dangerously low. Exactly, and it just gives you time to reflect. You know, you become a bit more self-reflect. You know, it makes you better. For me, it makes me a better person. Yeah, I feel the same thing. Like, like I was saying earlier, I couldn't smoke a lot, but I was still smoking when they were um, younger, younger. Not when they were really young. Yeah. Uh, in the last, I'd say ten, ten or so years, when I've really needed it, I think you know, lots of things happened in my life. Um, horrible breakups, all sorts of stuff. You know, literally mental breakdowns. And they put you on those fucking drugs that um, mm. they don't work. What they do is they suppress your feelings. So you walk around not giving a fuck about anything. You don't. You don't confront anything. You don't. Um, you don't deal with anything. Uh, and the best thing I did was go to therapy and go to CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Right. You know, and just talk about it. And talking yeah. about it is the best therapy. Yeah, definitely. Along, along with works. smoking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, along with smoking cannabis alongside that really, really fucking works. But taking those drugs that they give you is, I'd say, the worst mistake I've ever made in my life. You know, I'd agree. Most of them things, I mean, they may work for some people, but most of the time they're mm. dangerous, man. They make people do crazy things, you know. You know, the, can, cannabis is illegal, but, but these things have barely been tested. Yeah. But, you know... This cannabis has never killed anyone in the history of man fucking crime. I don't know, man. There was this one guy, I think, like, a shitload of it fell on him. <laughs> exactly. Think, yeah. Because that's, that, that's literally it. That's literally it. I forgot about that one case. I didn't think you were going to bring it up, you bastard. But thank saying. you. <laughs> but no one, no one has. But, you know, you've got these other drugs that have barely had any testing at all because they're saying, well, there's not enough research done on cannabis. We can't make it legal. But here... <laughs> Have some mind-bending fucking drugs that will make mild-mannered Tom go home, slaughter his family, and then blow his own brains out. Yep. But that shit's cool as fuck. You know, I know Crazy, people isn't it? that have killed themselves because of that shit. Mm. Um, I'm a different person because of that shit. Yeah. Uh, it alters you know, your brain chemistry, man. I oh, See, I'm lucky. I've never had any problems like that. So I've never yeah, had to take I, any kind of antidepressants or anything. I, I didn't want to, but my mum was my mum convinced me and said, you yeah. know, you know, if you if you're broken, you go to the doctor. If you go if if your car's broken down, you go to the garage. If you're broken, you go to the doctors. And sometimes we need things to help fix us. And that's because she believed what she'd read and her, and heard that these things help. Not that they um, they scramble most people's minds. Mm. Um, and Propaganda. Again, yeah. Yeah. Show the good oh, cases, don't show the bad ones. 
oh man, you know, the bad ones so outweigh the good ones. But the pharmaceutical companies nowadays, they don't care if the drugs work. They just want to make profits for their shareholders year on, year out. Yeah. To the point where insulin is now more expensive in America than it is Canada. Like 10 times as much. Yeah, people are having to go across the border, uh, get their own shit. You know, it's... Um, as some dude, you know, took some black market incident. Obviously, he's dead because it fucking wasn't. Um, you know, and it's just it's dangerous. Just a, this is what it leads to when you got a healthcare system that you have to pay for. Poor yeah. people can't afford it, man. Poor people afford going to the doctors. Exactly. That's the problem with it, and that's what sort of I think what almost like people want at the at the top, really. Are we just looking to have the NHS for now? For now, yeah, I mean, this well, you know, because of this pandemic, um, I think, I mean, this sounds horrible, but I think it's come at the right time for the NHS and it may well save the NHS, yeah, which yeah. is a fucking amazing thing. Because yeah, if right. I lived in Australia, which I want to do, I want to live there because uh, my uh, partner, well, my wife's from there, my brother lives over there, um. Yeah, you know, but if you go there or go to America, if I lived there or America over the past ten years, I would be bankrupt. Um, yeah. I wouldn't have sure. any money because most of the insurance doesn't cover what I've had to have done. You know, and minor it would have operations, cost you hundreds of thousands. Oh my goodness! You know, and what the fuck is all that about? Yeah, <laughs> it's like students over there who are in 200 grand in debt or something. I was reading some of the yeah. doctors, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, these people went to school and learned all this shit so they could help out their society by becoming yeah. doctors, and now you have yeah. to pay for the rest of your life for that privilege. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, this is this is why I'm still actually living in the UK because I can't afford. To move out because the longer I live here and the older I get, the more in debt I seem to get. Yeah. Not the less. Same for um, everybody right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Well. I don't even own. I don't even own a home. So my, you know, my, uh, you know, my rent's twelve fifty a month. Oof. So, and I lost my job six weeks ago because of all this. Shit. So, yeah. So if I didn't, like I say, if I didn't have cannabis to keep my mind occupied, he says giggling <laughs> nervously. What size did um, you go to? Did you mention? 1.2. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, you did say 1.2. So what, yeah. what's your yield in that on average? Say about 16? At the minute, between 9 and 12, I guess. It's not so bad, man. You know. And as long as it ties you over, who gives a fuck, you know? And the thing is, it's all, it's all really good quality, mm-hmm. you know. It's all really good genetics. Uh, and and you just really don't find strong. that quality out on the streets, man. No, you don't get massive, massive yields off this stuff. Not, not like the ghost train you do, but like, um, oh, okay. So I grew some OG chem cookies. That was a good yielder. Uh, the macaroon doesn't seem to be a massive yielder, but it's really nice. The skull cap's really nice. Uh, some blue vortex. Uh, uh, what was it? The wedding mints. That's not a massive yielder, but it's really, really nice. Well, again, it depends on the pheno. Yeah. You know, some of them are just like, fucking hell. Yeah. I wouldn't grow that again, like the OG Cam cookies. I'm desperate to grow some more of that because that was like 65, 70 on the plant, which mm. is not massive again, but for the stuff that you get off it, I mean, 
Yeah, see, you know, um, it depends on the type of grower you are. Then, for me, flavour is like the most important thing I look for in a strain. THC quantity comes second, you know. Yeah, it's terpenes, isn't it? It's mm. exactly you want to know what you're smoking, and and because like, I don't smoke any tobacco anymore, it's a totally different. Yeah, head, and it's Definitely. a totally different flavour. Everything about it has changed and improved. I'd just like tenfold on it, but also I'd I I vape it. I've got like a, a a flower vape which is really really nice and um, got like a dr dabber for you know concentrates keef and bubble and stuff like that percolator burn that up on that um but i just love a doobie yeah there's nothing like it's... fucking spliff is there but then you read about how much of the the hit you're wasting and yeah. you're just like oh do i care is it though? wasted if you enjoy <laughs> it more you know? Exactly that, exactly that, because it's just maths otherwise, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Fuck it, I enjoy it, man. There's a whole ritual to rolling a spliff. You know, you, see, yes. you get your paper, you get your weed, you mm-hmm. crumble it, and build a nice roach. I love. Roll I was nice going to say, I love rolling my roach now. I love, you know, putting the little concaves, the little. Um, Trying to get the little weed leaf in. in. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I'll go complex with mine. I do. Mine are just folded quite a few times, so I don't get anything flying through. Um, And I'm happy with that. You know, I remember back in the day when we were rolling doobies without putting the roach in first and then trying to fart ass about trying to get a fucking roach in there. And the paper would fold over. Exactly. And then some, we were at college or somewhere, I don't even know where we were. And some dude rolled one up with it in already, and we just looked at each other like, "What a bunch of cunts!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am under the firm belief that a good spliff is built on a foundation of good roach. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. have a good, steady, firm roach, the spliff will be floppy, man. So Maybe I buy I buy a box of raws off Amazon, nice. uh, raw roaches. Um, so loads of packs, you know, like fifty or whatever in a yeah. pack. I'll get some off Alibongo. Okay, yeah. And then I'll get off, off maybe Amazon or whoever the hell it is. I can't remember. Maybe it was eBay. I can't remember. Um, like a box of uh, like a Blue Rizzler because then, you know, you never run out. I don't have to go down and pay 50 or 60 or 70p for a small pack of blues. That's or it. You save like money that. in the long run, you know? Dude. Yeah, totally. You know, I started because I was still smoking backy a few years ago. I'd found this Dutch company. Um, the grass company or something or oh, I can't remember who they are but um, they they sell that American spirit and American spirit hasn't got all that shit on like Golden Virginia and everyone puts on their tobacco it's a bit more natural okay. even though it's still bad for you it hasn't got the shit on it as well Yeah. Uh, and I found this company in, in, in the Netherlands that were selling it about uh, £7 a pack or something and it's about 15 quid a pack over it now, I think. Okay. So I was like, yay. But yeah, buy everything in bulk if you can. Well, especially yeah, when sure. you're a smoker. Don't mm-hmm. be going down the don't be going down the shop every day getting a packet of Rizzlers because it's just craziness. Yeah. Especially when it's so easy to get them online. Uh, I'll tell you what I love. So my wife, because she's awesome, it was my birthday a couple of weeks ago in quarantine, and she got me twelve litres of Choco Mel. You know the shit they serve up in coffee shops in Amsterdam. 
well then the what the chocomel yeah you know in the in the yellow container it's like cho- it's just chocolate milk i know it's i don't know i go to a pre de me and have their strawberry and banana smoothies oh mate literally mm. in every coffee shop if you say bottle of chocolate and the bottles are just oh man all right i'm gonna have to try that next time. <laughs> like it reacts with cannabis beautifully you have like a doobie you have a glass of that oh. you know i just feel like a kid again whereas mm. if i had a beer if i didn't have another beer within half an hour i'd probably have a headache within the next hour so then i'd have to drink to get drunk and then I'm writing off the next two, three, four, five days, depending on how heavily I've drunk. You know, if you do, I do mushrooms if I can once a month, if I can't once every couple of months, because it's it's a great thing to reset everything. It's just like hitting a reset button. Yeah, it just helps with depression and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if you've got a recycle bin, we've all got a recycle bin in our head where a lot of the stuff we store we don't need to think about and some people can empty that and some people can't if you can't empty your recycle bin you'll literally go insane uh, i've known people where that's happened and they've taken their own lives um mm. whereas i'll do mushrooms and it will literally help me just empty that bin and just have a different perspective and just take a step and a lot back. of people say the same thing you know is it psilocybin that help with a lot of things? Oh, there's a hundred percent. You know, they're they're legalizing in, in states in America now. Um, yeah, it was I can't remember what the reason it was banned for in in Amsterdam in the first place. But they they let you have truffles, which are exactly the same hit, exactly the same everything, apart from just the taste is just just foul. It's disgusting. Um, but again, they're you know, they're great to take. They're, they're saying yeah, MDMA is really good. Uh, controlled, if they, if they could have controlled places where people could have controlled doses, you know, they, I think years ago, they had used to give uh, as a marriage counselling tool, like MDMA and stuff like that. Just, you know. <laughs> piss off your wife. Yeah. Piss just off drop off a pill each. Exactly. Sit in this room for a couple of hours, you'll be fine. Uh, and chat it out. You know, you just have a chat and go, oh, I've been a dick. No, well, I was a dick because X, Y, and Z. It, it, just, it just breaks the barriers down because a lot of people see other people attack, feel like other people are attacking them, I guess, because of how society is, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's quite, it's a dog-eat-dog world, isn't it? It's it quite is unforgiving. Um, so we've all got a lot, we've all got our own issues to deal with, and it would be a lot nicer if we all just smoked a bit and got along a lot better. That's mm-hmm. what, yeah, that's what cannabis helps you do as well. It just it helps me. I don't smoke like medically. I don't think you know. I hear people say. Well, I've heard, I've seen people say that even if you do smoke recreation, you probably smoke medically, but don't know it. Yeah, you know, it's definitely good for my mental health. I was just about to say. I think I think that is the case. That is definitely the case. That if you're smoking it all day, every day, um, without it. I don't think you'd. Yeah, I mean, be, it'd be a few days of I mean, function, yeah, functionlessness, man. <laughs> yeah, Ke- Kevin Smith that writes the Jay and Silent Bob stuff. He mm. says you know, his his wife come up into his uh, office one day and said, "Oh, you're up here smoking fucking weed again or something." Like that. Not that she's really aggressive person, but I think just one day she was just like, "Oh, you just you know 
sort of almost insinuating he's a lazy stoner. Mm. And he's like, I've edited four podcasts and I'm just doing the final cut for this movie. I've done this, that and the other. Yeah, you know, you the know. shit that gets done behind these closed smoky doors. Yeah, exactly. Nine hours of hitting it hard. Mm. You know, definitely not a lazy stoner. And you know, and it's a background. One spliff can last you for hours when you're busy. You could just sit exactly. there while you're doing shit, you know. Exactly. But without that, you're not going to be getting on with that. You're probably going to be thinking about shit you don't need to be thinking about. Yeah. You're probably going to be procrastinating. Um, yeah, like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to go have B-Saber instead. Yeah, or I'm just going <laughs> to hit, hit the Xbox or watch a bit of Netflix or something. Walk the dog, yeah. do the gardening. Yeah, exactly. So, right, quality. Nice one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So Pleasure. I'll, Sorry, I'll carry on. Link, I'll send that link over to... Um, I'm literally, I've literally just, like I say, I've literally, I've, I've uploaded a few old mixtapes and I'll be uploading a few more over the coming weeks. Some of it's mixing, some of it is literally just, oh, here comes the next track. Okay. The, any links you want me to share, mate, just let me know, you know, your, your Twitter profile, anything like that. I'll drop it in there. Nice one. Awesome. Cheers, Mackie. Thank, Thank you man. very much. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. We'll do it again sometime. We're, we're, I'm going to get a live panel on, a, on one night sometime. I don't know yet. Yeah. And I'll be... Yeah, yeah reaching out to the people who've been on so far and be like, oh, you want to jump in on the live panel and we can chat some shit. Happy days. Yeah, More man. than happy to chat about it. Sweet. Like it. Nice it's been good, man. It'll be a good episode. Awesome. Lovely. Right. Cheers, buddy. Appreciate Take care. It, yeah, man. I'll speak to you soon. Legend. Cheers, dude. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. As you heard there, Smokey does some mixtapes of late 90s and early 2000s hip-hop and old-school tunes. So if you're into that kind of thing, you can check him out over at mixcloud.com slash smokeythebear7. That smokeythebear is in words, as you will spell it, but with the number seven. If you need to know more, then you can always come over to percysgrowroom.com where you can find me. And of course, if you want to know more about Smokey, you can find him on Twitter at releasetheherb or find him on Mixcloud at smokeythebear7. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you on the next one.